Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Game Makers, a Ubisoft podcast. I'm Charles Adam Foster Simard. In this series, we're taking a closer look at the music and sounds of Ubisoft games, talking with the people who work behind the scenes to make the audio of our games come to life. Music plays a huge part in video games, and in my experience, if a game has powerful music, it will stay with you a long time after the game is over, reminding you of the characters, places, and events you've come to know so well. That's the idea behind Assassin's Creed Symphony, a multimedia concert combining an 80-piece live orchestra and choir with footage from over a decade of Assassin's Creed games. The concert features iconic tracks from composers like Jesper Kidd, Austin Wintry, Brian Tyler, Sarah Schachner, The Flight, and many more. To help me reminisce about the beautiful music from the Assassin's Creed games, and to know more about how he was able to select and rearrange the music from the games for a symphonic orchestra, I spoke with Ivan Lin, who is the musical director of the Assassin's Creed Symphony World Tour and one of the conductors on the tour. Ivan is also an accomplished pianist and has quite a bit of experience with video game music. He played on the soundtrack of Final Fantasy XV, Final Fantasy XIII, and other live video game concerts, such as the Legend of Zelda Tour, Symphony of the Goddesses, and the Kingdom Hearts World Tour. I reached Ivan Lin over Skype in his studio in Boston. How did you get into this kind of niche of video game music originally? Because as you said, you worked on several projects that were based on video game music, be it soundtracks or, or live experiences. Uh, were you always interested in video games and video game music? So this was totally a coincidence because I was a one of a classically trained uh, pianist when I lived in Germany before moving to the States. And uh, when I was in Germany studying uh, piano, I always figured that um, I wanted to try something different, that I didn't want to stay all the time with classical music, even though I love uh, classical, like symphony, concerto, and sonatas. But I think it's a good way to express myself and to explore what uh, the music can be so powerful by engaging with uh, people. And that's why I noticed it's a, such interesting way to uh, spot music like film music, um, video game music and media, multimedia, electronic music. And as soon as I landed in Boston, um, I got a phone call from uh, one of my friends that a, a video gaming group uh, was trying to find a keyboardist for their rock band because they were trying to uh, have a public music performance 
uh, associated with a、uh, program that has a lot of video video game soundtracks in it, and I found it quite interesting. So that's what I I said, yeah, sure. Why why don't we do this? As soon as I started、uh, doing video gaming concert, instantly I noticed a huge difference between、uh, the classical audience and、uh, video game audience from the franchise. So I figured that that was probably something that I've been looking for, which is engaging with the audience, with people, by、uh, creating and performing music that they are sort of crazy about. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's why I started doing all these、uh, projects, and we recorded for of I, I remember that was our first project recording for Final Fantasy thirteen、uh, number three Lightning Returns, and、uh, so that, that that was where the story、uh, began, and that's、uh, how it developed,、um, and、uh, have been landed. Uh, where I am right now, working with a、uh, video game industry. So you said that the audience was different. Is it a question of kind of feedback and energy when you're when you're getting that excitement from the from the audience listening to the music that they know? But for video game music, a lot of times it's about、uh, sharing music with the franchise, and they appreciate it, especially when you are in a live concert. And as you said, the energy.、Um, It's so much different、uh, from performing a classical、uh, concert because it, it was obvious to see the feedback from the audience. They、uh, they couldn't wait to give it applause. They couldn't wait to、uh, scream. They couldn't wait to to be em- emotional. I oftentimes saw a lot of people crying during the concert, and that's、wow. yeah, and that's something that you you don't see a lot when、uh, performing a classical program. On board、uh, to this project, I didn't expect to become the music director, and it was literally when I was touring with Kingdom Hearts production.、Uh, it was around the E three period. So after the concert, I was walking around, and、uh, that's where the producer of、uh, Assassin's Creed Symphony, Massimo Galota from NGP Life, we encountered each other, and because we got to know each other from a Legend of Zelda concert tour. We we recognize each other instantly and asked so why we are、uh, doing here、uh, at E three, and apparently he was looking for、uh, some future partners to、uh, produce the show, and I was literally walking around、um, with friends trying to play some、uh, games <laughs> in advance. So so he asked me so Ivan,、uh, you were with us for Legend of Zelda concert tour, and、uh, do you write music? So I said, "Oh, of course, I write music. So、uh, what's up?" And he said, "Oh, so I've got some secret project going on. So let's keep in touch and all that." And as soon as I'm back in Boston and he was back in、uh, New York, I quickly learned that the secret project he was referring to was、uh, Assassin's Creed、uh, Symphony. So、uh, he asked me to be on board and、uh, rewrite. Uh, all the music from、uh, Assassin's Creed. So this is literally how it started. 
So you were just hanging out at the LACC after you were done with your show, just like wanting to try out some games. And then the producer, you just happened to see the producer whom you knew and and struck up a conversation. And he was like, oh, maybe you'd be a good person to do uh, to do this new project. Exactly. And it, it happened so quickly and he, wow. he didn't even request me to send in any demo. And it was all set uh, by uh, that one minute long conversation back in uh, <laughs> L.A. So here I am. <laughs> so did you know about the had you played the Assassin's Creed games before? Did you know? Uh, did you know about the games? So I started to play uh, from uh, Syndicate, but okay. I, I started to know the game. Uh, when my roommate played uh, Black Flag, and I was at the time I was a student at Yale University, and I was quite uh, amazed by uh, the gameplay, the music, and the gaming experience. So I started to talk to my roommate at the time, and I quickly learned that it's such an interesting game. So I started to play from uh, Syndicate and Origins, and of course the latest uh, Odyssey. I'm, I'm sort of late, but I'm not entirely outside of this franchise obviously you you said you you participated in kind of writing the music did you also help choose the the songs and the different excerpts that are featured in the show oh yes i i, I almost did everything so uh this is the process uh i received a presentation from our creative consultant and uh on that presentation i did see some of the most famous uh, tracks like azio's family right. so I, i started from there And after that, I received the entire uh, track list from Ubisoft um, that uh, consists of all the soundtracks um, for, for Assassin's Creed. So I literally went through all of them, which was um, a lot. <laughs> so you listened to the entire soundtracks of all the games? Exactly. That's uh, <laughs> how do you know, remember how many hours that is? Uh, I, I, I didn't remember, but I'm pretty sure it took me probably tens of hours uh, just to oh, go through gosh. everything because uh, it, it, it was a lot and um, the goal wasn't to just listen through the music, but you need to select music from right. all the tracks. So uh, I needed to uh, take a lot of notes and trying to figure out what would be the best uh, for the franchise when they come to see the concert. So it was a huge process, but it didn't take us a lot of time because uh, for me, for the music department, it was literally three and a half months of finishing everything, writing the score oh, wow. and get this around 400 page um, thick full score uh, ready. And it's it, if you get to see the concert score, it's like a near size. It's like a, reading a newspaper, only 400 pages. So it's a lot of uh, stuff in there. So what was the process like? What did you give yourself as a, a guiding principle in order to find the right excerpts from the soundtracks? Did you try to get the most iconic bits or represent a little bit every game? Or how did you go about choosing those those excerpts? Uh, I remember there was only one uh, goal for the music department to achieve, which is do not make the music sound like it's uh, a lot of pieces putting together because uh, it's it's a symphonic project happening within uh, 120 minutes and I'm pretty sure people don't want to see a lot of confusing pieces put in together in this two hour long program. So uh, what was the most important is that we need to create a concert score that would be 
uh, incredibly organic, so that、mm. it's it's like you are entering and being part of this journey,、uh, and naturally you would see the story and how the music along with the storyline would、uh, develop. So it's quite it's quite different from、uh, simply. Reorganizing the track list from the original soundtrack, it's sort of recreating this concert score、uh, based on、uh, the original soundtrack. So it's not exactly the same as、uh, what an audience would expect. Because I've been talking to a lot of friends, and when they see the concert after the concert, they always told me that. It's kind of new, but it's quite nostalgic. And al- along with the video, they are experiencing something new, yet bringing back a lot of memories. So that's the only goal when we try to、uh, reproduce the music. We we try to give the audience the franchise、uh, a complete package instead of、uh, things here and there and uh, uh, not quite organized. Can you give me an example of maybe an excerpt or a piece of music or a, a little bit of one of the songs that you had to adapt or modify in any way to make it fit into that bigger organic experience? So, so for instance, the very first movement that the orchestra will will be playing during the show is literally a mixture of、uh, everything from the original soundtracks of、uh, Assassin's Creed. It contains、uh, music from AC2,、uh, AC. Three、uh, Black Flag origins, and of course,、uh, Azio's family. But、uh, the thing is that we wanted to introduce to the audience the entire set that's、uh, organically organized. So when when you come to the concert, it's as the opening the curtain of the theater, where、uh, the drums started to play, and you hear the motive, the melody. Of soundtracks composed by、uh, Jesper Kiet, then it moves on to、uh, Brotherhood, then、uh, AC3 by、uh, Lauren Balf, then、uh, Black Flag by、uh, Brian Tyler. So it's developing all the music composed for Assassin's Creed、uh, from AC1 to AC Odyssey is one single piece, and it, it wasn't easy to make it happen because. Each episode does have their very own character, so it was sort of magical to see when the concert、uh, is being performed. You actually see、uh, this concert to be an entire one single、uh, large-sized symphony instead of original soundtracks from different composers. So it's it's definitely such a surprise and a beyond expectation to see this work. Coming to life、uh, along with music and video all together, it's so surreal. I have to say,、uh, the first time when I saw this project come to life, I almost cried because you, you literally see something that you worked so hard come to life.
obviously the settings of the Assassin's Creed games vary wildly. Uh, you know, there's the Third Crusade and 18th century pirates in ancient Greece and Egypt um, and even Industrial Revolution London. So they all have really different strong styles and different atmospheres. How are you able to make those different atmospheres come together in a show where it's not totally dissonant? Does that just happen because you have a, the same orchestra playing, so you don't need to think about it too much? Or do you need to make adjustments so that it's relatively smooth and whole? We're talking about a symphony orchestra, a rock band, and a choir. So, mm. so the instrumentation is set. And what we were trying to work on is that we need to use this instrumentation uh, the best out and the most out of it so that uh, this would um, work as uh, different culture and different kinds of style in music. And um, oftentimes I, I talk to my friends about uh, the music from Odyssey because it's related to, uh, to Greece. And uh, the thing is that we didn't need to uh, literally... Uh, use a Greek instrument like uh, lute or other ancient instruments from Greece. So the trick is that uh, if you sort of dig into the uh, orchestration, literally the combination of different instruments would create uh, different sounds that would make it sound really like folk tunes and folk music. For Syndicate as well, for Origins, uh, Definitely, because uh, we were trying our best to uh, bring this entire epic uh, music that's talking about Egypt uh, together. So uh, we also used electric guitar and rock band to emphasize uh, the character. Did you feel that you were able to put your own stamp on some of the music or, or give it a different spin sometimes when you rewrote it? Oh, so I, I hope for this podcast, uh, not many people would uh, hear this, but yes, I put a lot of <laughs> new stuff uh, into the concert score. And uh, uh, fortunately, not a lot of people would be able to notice that because it's sort of hidden in here and there. But that's the secret sauce to make the symphony become so energetic and so catchy people would be impressed because it's the, it's it, it's our secret but yes to answer your question in short yes we did put a lot of uh new stuff into so there's a little bit of, of ivan lynn uh, sprinkled uh between the jesper kid and the sarah Schachner. uh yes and i hope you don't you, you don't tell your audience <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be our secret Talk a little bit about some of the tricks that you use to be able to convey, like you mentioned, so using uh, electronic music or electric guitar for Bayek. Uh, for example, for Odyssey, did you find any tricks to be able to recreate some of the instruments that the flight used to do that kind of folksy uh, ancient Greek music? There was a part uh, where it was the main theme uh, for mm -hmm. Odyssey. Uh, I remember I was trying to imitate the sound of lute. And in, instead of using a lute on stage, I literally used um, harp and flute and uh, acoustic guitar. 
and it's 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 kind of uh, funky to try to imagine how the outcome would would come true. But at the end, this mixture creates the sound that would really make you think it's a lute being played on the stage. And because the the original soundtrack of Odyssey was sort of like folk tune oriented, and、yeah. it, it made it perfect to、uh, do it that way. Um, so you mentioned, of course, Ezio's family, which was、uh, written by Jesper Kid for Assassin's Creed Two, and I think it's been reused in almost or nearly almost every Assassin's Creed game since, in in one way or another.、Uh, it's very, I mean, obviously, it's a very iconic piece of music, and I'm sure that it has a a big place in、uh, Assassin's Creed Symphony. According to you, what a what about that piece of music makes it so special and so resonant? Why did it immediately? Um, become so iconic for the not just for the game that it was in, but for the entire series actually.、Uh, first of all, the melody line is pretty simple. It's catchy, and、uh, when it is being played, when you play、uh, the game, it repeats itself、uh, a lot of times. And especially when you are game over, you need to come back and play that again. I was talking to a、uh, Yusper kid、uh, in Paris during the、uh, world premiere of this、uh, concert tour.、Uh, we talked about、uh, why this music has become so iconic to this franchise, and actually, he didn't expect Ezio's family to be、uh, so popular like what it is、uh, today. But I guess for an artist or a composer like.、Uh, Yes, Brigitte.、Uh, at the time, he was trying to express the character for this game. So, as a result, not only that we didn't expect Asus Family to become this popular, but also it has become so iconic、uh, throughout the entire series of、uh, Assassin's Creed. So it's it's catchy and it's quite simple to understand. It's、uh, nothing complicated, and it tells a story behind those、uh, pretty simple eight notes that would、uh, form the uh, uh, the shape of Azio's family. So I guess th- this is also the magic of music that you 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 wouldn't expect people to be receiving the music this way. Um, I just have one more question. Actually, going back on Ezio's family, did you try to incorporate it in the show in a special way, or did you try to give it a, a special place in the show since it's、um, so present in the different games? So Ezio's family is everywhere、uh, throughout the show. It's just that you wouldn't obviously spot、uh, those places because、uh, again, it's the magic of the music where it sort of、uh, brings you a lot of memories、uh, back when you play the video games. So、um, it's everywhere. It's just that you don't even notice it's everywhere because it's hidden、uh, sometimes in the very deep、uh, part in this orchestra. Is there a specific moment in the show, or a particular piece of music from all the AC soundtracks that speaks to you personally, or that you have a particular fondness for?、Uh, definitely, Black Flag.
because that's the first game you played, probably. Yes, yes, and it's also hard to explain why um, it's it's so powerful to me. Probably because uh, I love this kind of music, like uh, talking about pirates and free soul so much. So I guess uh, it speaks to my heart, and uh, I feel the connection when I rewrote the music for Black Flag. Thank you so much for for taking the time. Do you want to say a few words? I don't know. Do you have any projects coming up? I know that there are a few more dates of the of the tour. Do you have any other exciting projects that you can talk about uh, that are coming up for you? So uh, this year we purely focused on uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Symphony, and we're gonna finish the first year very soon. In the meantime, uh, stay tuned on some of the uh, Netflix and HBO uh, shows because that's our next project. Oh well, that sounds really exciting. So we'll look out for your for your credits there, and for your and and uh, hopefully hear your music very soon. Sure thing. Uh, so thanks a lot, Ivan. Thank you so much, Charles. That's all for this episode. I'm Charles Adam Foster Samard. This episode was edited by Manu Beshe. If you want to see Ivan in action, you can watch a video excerpt from Assassin's Creed Symphony, which was played live on stage during Ubisoft's E3 conference in 2019. We'll put the link in the episode description. To know more about the tour, visit assassinscreedsymphony.com. There are additional dates scheduled in the UK, Barcelona, and Toronto in 2020. For more from Game Makers, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.